cooking with radishes because I like to go radishes, radishes, barely even human. We may have peaked in 2014, but we've gotta find something to do with our days, and more importantly, some use for our BFAs. So we give you Pam Up Podcast episode. The five spoon. Hey y'all. Yes, hello. Welcome to Pam Up Podcast video. Wow. Today we're doing a super special podcast and video pairing combination because it is a very special important day it is the day almost halloween a couple days before halloween but it's nearly halloween yes which means we have to make a special halloween episode and we are celebrating by combining two of our favorite things the spooks and the foods Mm. so we're gonna make spooky pizzas heckin yeah we are so for everyone just listening to the podcast um have fun with all this asmr situation so many crinkles we're gonna be so many crinkles we will try to keep you in the loop also the audio is gonna be interesting because we're just moving around the kitchen so this will be fun to edit on both sides yeah god bless okay i'm gonna move on to the part that i'm most excited about which is these babies Oh, my hair's just sticking up. And if you're only listening, these babies are cheese sticks with Spider-Man's face on them. And if you are only listening, don't worry. We will still be doing some classic Pam app situations. We're going to be sharing some spooky stories. Doing some boy shoulders. I don't really know if this is the right kind of sauce. It says marinara, but it also says pasta, but I didn't see any pizza sauce, so this is what we're dealing with. Marinara is the same all around. That's what I thought. Um, I don't actually know if that's true. Well, if any professional chefs are listening or watching, sorry. I need apple cider. Do you have apple cider? Yes. It's in my Spider-Man bottle. Wow! Brino really likes Spider-Man. I don't know if anyone knew that or not. So. Pizza. Pizza. First things first, we got the crust. So there's a lot we of have These two... Oh no, I'll use this one because I broke it. Giant crusts. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna take this away from you now. And for anyone listening, that was the sound of me almost dropping the crust. Like a dummy. Look, I've made a lot of mistakes today. Sauce. I'll get a spoon for sauce. Let's use this fancy spoon because I think I stole it and I never use it. Where is it stealing from? Um, I stole it from class. I think we had food, and I just took the whole thing home. Oh. It's stuck. It's hard to. <laughs> Wait, this is on. going really well. This is the silence of Pip trying to opening the jar. Tap it with a knife. No. Tap it. No! With a knife! Too late. That was the sound of me hitting it on the counter. Bad Pip. No. I don't need to. That was the sound of Pip opening the jar. That was some ASMR. Alright. Spoon time. While we're doing the sauce, do you want to start some spooks? Yeah! Spooks. What's your first spook? What's the first spook? (laughs) Do you want to tell spooky stories? 
Yeah. While we're saucing the pizza? Yeah. Getting sauced? You tell yours first because yours is going to be scary and mine's going to bring the people happiness. My spooky story is a classic that everyone probably knows called The Hook. Have you heard that one? No. You, you've heard it. You just don't know the name of it. Then <laughs> why'd you ask? <laughs> just because it's a classic, I couldn't really find one that was like interesting enough to fully like do. Mm -hmm. So The Hook is about a woman named Sheila and her husband, Jack. We're not her husband, her boyfriend, Jack. Uh, they're not married. They're not married. <laughs> <laughs> that is an integral part of the story. Anyway, so Sheila one night was <laughs> really excited about uh, her date with Jack. And they were going to go to a movie and she got all nice and dressed up. And Jack also got dressed up, I guess. And the story really doesn't focus much on Jack. <laughs> but just to be clear, <laughs> we're unsure the level of formality that was present in Jack's attire. But fear not, the spook will not be <laughs> affected by this lack of information. <laughs> As you were. So Sheila and Jack go to their movie and it goes really well. It's a nice movie. There's some spooks for themselves. So on the way home, Jack decides that he's gonna drive also, okay, I'll save that for the end. Pin in that, anyway. So on the drive home, Jack decides to veer off and stop the car for some canoodling. And, oh, I forgot an integral part of the story, but I'm gonna introduce it now. Yes. While they're canoodling, they're like listening to the radio, and then this broadcast comes on the radio um, saying, alert, there is a serial killer, serial killer that has escaped from prison. And Sheila starts to get like really concerned and really worried, and Jack's just like, oh, babe, it's fine, just canoodle with me. And then suddenly there's like a like crash yeah. on the car. That was immersion. That was me pushing Brenna for immersion. Unwarned. <laughs> That's the immersion. Anyway, so there's a crash on the car, and Sheila freaks out and is like, we need to go. Go now. And Jack guns it, and they go home, and they go home, and Jack drops her off and is like, okay, I'm gonna, just to show that like I'm not mad about what happened, I'm gonna get out and I'm going to, you can't move on to the next step yet. I haven't sauced, and you haven't told your story. Continue. <laughs> so, Jack's like, I'm gonna get out, and I'm going to open her door for her, and just be like, hey, I'm not mad. So he does, he gets out, and he walks around to her door, and gasps loudly. <gasps> exactly. And Sheila is just like, what? What's going on? And rolls down the window. Because this happened a long time ago whenever you like had to manually roll down windows, I guess. For the kids, that used to be a thing. <laughs> and looks down, and on her door handle is a hook. And I love that a very integral part of the story. The serial killer had a hook for a hand. <laughs> I'm a writer. I know how to tell stories. So that's your spook for the day. I don't get it. So if I had told it right, the alert on the radio was that a serial killer escaped from prison and to look out and that he has a hook for a hand. And then the crash on the car, Sheila freaks out and they go home and then there's a hook on the car door handle. Because the crash was a serial killer. Trying to, it's on the outside of the door yeah. handle? Yeah. Oh, so he didn't get in or anything? No. And like, it took his hook off as they were leaving. No, I'm scared. 
called it wrong and you're still scared? I'm telling you I didn't want to hear a scary story. You agreed to this. Time for mine. Okay, time for yours. This is from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh no, it's messed up. Oh, I can't, it's too, it's too deep now. You use too much sauce. You like the sauce too much. So mine's from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, so you might recognize it, slash all the credit goes to them. Don't sue me. Once upon a time, there was this girl, and she was alone in her apartment. She was very scared, probably because her friend just told a friggin' scary story. Even though she was like, you know I don't like scary stories and I don't want one in the podcast. You agreed to it! She was scared. And she was alone. She agreed to it. <laughs> and the phone rang. Uh, ring, 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 ring. And she phones. answered it. <laughs> Four <laughs> phones rang. She answered all of them. And she was like, hello? And this voice on the other end was like, I am the Viper. I'm on my way to you. And she was freaked out. And so she, are you done saucing already? And she was like, that's so scary. So she went, she sat down and she boarded up all the windows and she was like, nope, no spooks here. And then a couple minutes later, the phone rang again and she answered it. Don't know why. And he was like, I'm the Viper. I'm very close oh, no, now. I'm not my cave in sauce. Where are you going? Anyways, sorry. And she was extra spooked. And so she went away again. She went back into the couch and she was like, no spooks. And then the phone rang again and she answered it again. Don't know why. <laughs> ring, ring. Ring, ring. And he was like, I am the Viper and I am right, right outside your door. Right there. And she was like, oh my god, this is it. This is going to go so poorly. Oh, I'm so scared. And then there was a knock at the door. <gasps> Two knocks. <laughs> she answered them simultaneously. And outside of the main door was a small man who in my head I always pictured as looking very much like Danny DeVito <laughs> and he said hello I am the viper I have come to wash and wipe your windows <laughs> that's not a scary story yeah it is <laughs> got it he was just a German window washer We've got our spooks out. Cheese time. Che I got you cheese. No, I like this cheese. It's cheese time, and we bought, well, I bought, some string cheese with Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Um, spider cheese. That's what I felt like buying. Does whatever spider cheese. Okay, this is going to take me a long time because it's going to be very decorative. Okay. Well, we are making them spooky. I have to sort these cheese strips. And if you don't want to set through the video, but you do want to see our spooky pizzas, I will post a pickaroo on our Twitter at PamHatPodcast. Yeah, pickaroo. Yeah. Pickaroo, where are you? So, um, while we're cheesing, do you want to do some boy shoulders? Yeah. So, we thought, since this podcast episode is ever so spooky, that we would go ahead and categorize, categorize, 
some classic spooky monsters. I'm really glad you remembered because I forgot. I was just sort of going with I figured you'd be on board. Oh yeah. <laughs> so first, let's do the classic, the man himself, blah blah blah, Dracula. I think, are we talking about like classic Dracula? Classic Drac. Clacula. Yeah, I was. Classic I tried, and it's it's hard. Um, I think Dracula. <laughs> I think Dracula is a. I'm already tired of this. Um, is, you go so much more in detail than I am. Uh, yeah. Damn. Soft boy, soft shoulders. Yeah, I see that. He's a weenie. He is a weenie. What about Frankenstein? It's a monster. I think Frankenstein himself is a soft boy, soft shoulders. I think he's a weenie. Really? I do. I really do. I think the monster is a soft boy with strong shoulders. Oh. Well, I meant the scientist. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know the scientist page. well enough to categorize. Um, you said what? Soft boy, strong shoulders for the monster. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, how about... Wolfman? Wolfman. The oven's preheated. So that's spooky sound. Shoulders. Wolfman's shoulders are strong. Are they? Like, just because he's hairy doesn't mean he has strong shoulders. No, I just think he does have strong shoulders. Like, he went through a lot to become the Wolfman. So you don't know the Wolfman specifically that well, I guess. I mean, like, becoming a werewolf sounds like a painful process. How did it go in Twilight? <laughs> How are they- they just woke up one day and they were werewolves, right? Yeah, but they still had, like, a painful, like, weird transformation and transformation. Yeah, but, like, puberty painful, not, like, painful painful. I guess. I don't know. I don't know anything. How much of your cheese are you eating and how much is hitting the pizza? Hey, a decent amount. <laughs> um, um. Are you out of classic monsters? What are the rest of them? I mean, the classics are Frankenstein, like, vampire, werewolf. Mummy? Mummy! Like, mummies as a whole? Yeah. Because I don't know a specific mummy. I mean, Except soft shoulders, because literally you? decaying. My mummy? No! Ah! That definitely spiked. Nah. I bet it did. No way. Pip is referencing an episode of Doctor Who that they know that I hate. I hate it too. Creepy. So creepy. Um, so I think mummies, yes, have soft shoulders. Um, I think they're boys. Why? Because I don't, I don't think that they're, like, particular, like, they're not, like, particularly strong boys. Yeah. But, like, they're not, like, soft boys. They're just dead boys. Dead boys, soft shoulders. Dead boys, <laughs> soft shoulders. Oh, I keep messing this up. How about that? How about Scooby-Doo monsters? Alright. I don't know if I know them all that well, but yeah, let's go. The diver from the first episode. The first ever episode of Scooby-Doo? Mm-hmm. Um, do I remember Scooby-Doo? I think he is a boy. Yeah, a boy with soft shoulders. I'll take that. How about Scrappy-Doo when he's all big in that movie? Scrappy-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo. Scrappy-Doo-Doo. <laughs> is a soft boy with soft shoulders. You just hate Scrappy. I don't hate Scrappy at all. I just know he's a soft boy with soft shoulders. Okay. I love Scrappy. I love you. He's a Scrappy fellow. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh! I know what we can do. What? 
What about like the hell like what like Jack Skellington? Jack Skellington is a strong boy with shoulders. Strong boy? I think no, you're right. I think he's a boy. Boy with shoulders. Yeah, boy with shoulders. Well boom. Boom boom boom. Boom. How about the corpse bride? I'm not seeing that movie. You haven't seen The Corpse Bride? Nope. Well, I know what we're watching tonight. So you do Corpse Bride. Strong boy with shoulders. And since Hip hasn't seen it, they can't pose. So I'm right. Alright. That's how that um, works. Are we just going into Tim Burton land? Sure. It, where it's her hands. Aww. He's a soft boy. So soft. He's such a soft boy. I think he has shoulders. Yeah, he's a soft boy with shoulders. Oh, I messed up. Well, what a shock. Swin a Todd. Sweeney Todd is a boy. Scary boy with scary shoulders. Sweeney Todd's a boy. I think. Why? 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 Because, like, okay, so I... He has strong shoulders because he literally has the will to murder many people and, you know, let them be baked into pies. Yeah. Spoilers if you haven't seen it, I guess. <laughs> Spoilers if you haven't seen it. Or heard of it at all. Um, but, like, I think he's still pretty soft. Despite that, like underneath that, like he's still, uh, what was his name? Bob Barker or something? Bob Barker? <laughs> no, that wasn't his name. Of the Price is Right? <laughs> Has your pet spayed and neutered? <laughs> <laughs> no, but his, like, his, like before he was Sweeney Todd, he was something Barker, wasn't he? I don't know. <laughs> he wasn't Bob Barker. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not Bob. I thought he was Barker. You goofus. <laughs> well, the point is. He was a man before he was Sweeney Todd, and, like, he just loves his wife, and he went off the deep end because, like, he thought he lost his wife. So I think he's a boy. Okay. What did you say about his shoulders? Um, I think he has strong shoulders. No. No? No. Why? Because he's a weenie. <laughs> <laughs> um, because he, he's not strong. He's... Well, he's a good barber. He's so slim, and... He didn't handle his wife dying well at all. That's because his wife didn't really die. Spoiler. That's not I why guess. his wife didn't. Really... <laughs> it's because he's a weenie. He didn't know that his wife wasn't dead. Well, yeah, because Homer Bonham Carter didn't tell him. So? He's so <laughs> soft shoulders. Alright, okay. He's a boy with soft shoulders. Soft. <laughs> what about. Who else we got? The Mad Hatter. Crazy boy with crazy hat. <laughs> um, soft boy. Why? Because I almost wrote a play about him in which he was a very soft boy. <laughs> That's a reason. Actually, I mean, you know, I actually can't see him being a soft boy. I think, because he just loves Alice so much. I forgot that I had a cat, and she moved and scared me. Guess you shouldn't tell scary stories at night. <laughs> um, soft shoulders. I, hmm, hmm. that because Johnny Depp has soft shoulders? Oh, uh, no. I wasn't thinking about Johnny Depp. Okay. I was thinking about the animated one. Oh, yeah, he has soft shoulders. Are Johnny Depp's shoulders soft? I don't, Johnny Depp's shoulders are not good. Is he the bad one? Yes. Okay. Um. If, if it's a man in Hollywood, probably bad. Probably. I'm out of characters. Yeah, we did. And a we're lot. about to move on. No, we're not. We're not. You're not done yet. No. Do I look like I'm done? No. Hey. Yeah. For now. What? Uh, where do ghost children go during the day? Bed. To day scare centers. Hip hop. Yeah. 
Why not the skeleton go to the dance? You want to repeat that one? Why did not the skeleton go to the dance? I don't know. Why not? He had nobody to go with. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's funny because he was lonely. <laughs> That's what's funny. I need more cheese. There's a lot more cheese. How detailed is your spider web going to be? Detailed enough to get cheese all over the place. Okay. Hey, Bernard. Hey, Pip. I should have read this before I said, hey, Bernard. Is it inappropriate? No. Then why won't you read it? Because I had to read it before I could say it. What do you get when you cross Bambi with a ghost? A ghost deer. Bamboo. You got, got any more? Why was the keyboard so tired? <laughs> why? Because it had two ships. Okay, the only thing spooky about that joke... The spookiest thing about that joke is that today, when we were going through a corn maze, like the spooky adults that we are, they were telling corny jokes that were Halloween related. And Pip was like, you should tell your piano joke. And I was like, what's my piano joke? And Pip was like, you know, two shifts. And I said, the keyboard? And Pip said, yeah. And I said, like a computer keyboard that has two shift buttons? And Pip was like, I never fully got that joke until just now. Look, <laughs> Brenna's a person of a music background. So I often expect that it's going to be music related. And for some reason, when she told me that joke, I always thought that she meant a musical keyboard. So I never understood what she meant. Pip is a genius. I only need two more pieces of cheese, but I have to open up a whole other cheese. I mean, you could eat the rest of the cheese. Guess I'll have to. <laughs> All right, next is toppings. Toppings. Um, I want to sit down for a second. <laughs> what makes me sad is that the camera can't see you doing that. Nah. And if you're listening, the that is sitting on the kitchen floor in my cape. Laura's such a nice place. I don't know why people are on the floor all the time. Because sometimes you have to stand. But you won't stand for this. I won't stand for this. So how many olives do you want? How many olives do you have? A whole thing. It takes one and a half olives per spider. How many spiders do you want? How many spiders should I have? <laughs> how much do you like olives? A decent amount. Um, well, you can do the thing. I got my Seven. Olives. Seven olives? Yeah. Seven and a half. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear Brenna because she's on the floor. Seven and a half! But if you can, this is what I have to deal with. <laughs> All the time. Hey! Hey! Let's do a learning corner with some of the facts we learned at the corn maze today. Yeah! So earlier in the day, um, me, Brenna, and my roommate and our best friend Tiffany went to a farm that had a corn maze and a hayride and a pumpkin patch. And we went through the amazing corn maze. And there were animals. Not in the maze. <laughs> but there were animals. Woo! I'm a dizzy lizzy. Um, and in the maze we got to learn some fun facts. So why don't you share some of them? Because you were so, you were so adamant about reading every single one. Oh, those fun facts. Yeah. Okay. Wait, I'm ready. Okay. 
Yeah, and you've been twice. You should remember at least one. So. I'm giving you eight because I don't want to cut one. Okay. There was a legend about these two blacksmiths whose names were Will and Jack. And they tricked the devil into not taking their soul. And the devil was pretty cool about it. And then <laughs> they led such bad lives that when they died, heaven was like, nah, bruh. And so then they were like, well, they got nowhere to go. And the devil was like, we're cool. I respect you. I'm going to give you a burning coal inside of a carved out turnip. And that's going to light your way forever as you wander the earth in sadness. Fact one. Hmm. Numero uno. Uno. And now, is this the olive knife? Yes. Okay. Now we're moving on to some further toppings and decorations. Yeah, we are. Now you share a fact that you remember. Are these pitted? Yeah. <laughs> okay. They're pitted against each other. Pits. So one of the facts that I remember um, has to do with one of my my third favorite state, which is New Hampshire, and um, a town in New Hampshire holds the record for most jack o' lanterns, and it's Keene, New Hampshire. Shout out to Keene. And it's like 30k, right? Yeah, it's a whole lot. <laughs> so I've heard all about. Did you drop the olive? I am. Brenna dropped an olive. It dropped the olive. Whoops. You had another one. Put it right there. Okay, thanks. Um, yeah. Um, okay. The largest jack-o'-lantern ever carved uh, was carved in the Bronx, right here in NYC. Yes. The end of that fact. <laughs> uh, jack-o'-lanterns were started in Ireland. Right. Pumpkins were found in America, along with corn. Probably another thing that we stole from the Native Americans and then took credit for. By probably, you mean? Definitely. They used to carve turnips before they carved pumpkins. Yeah, that happened. Linus. Linus! Likes pumpkins. Linus from Peanuts, the comic, Charlie Brown. Um, he was the one who liked the Great Pumpkin. The <laughs> Great Pumpkin King, as I fondly <laughs> refer to him. Great Pumpkin King, Jack Skellington. And I, Jack, the pumpkin kid, have grown so tired of the same old thing. I like this tiny knife. This is so small. Right? I'm also a fan of the tiny knife. Tiny knife, tiny knife, does the tiny, tiny knife. Anyway. But smaller. Like olives. You ever need to cut an olive? Use an olive knife. Is this specifically an olive knife? No, I actually think it's a, um, cheese knife. A cheese knife? What cheese? Is this small? I could be wrong. <laughs> I actually don't believe that at all. Mm. Um. Whew. This is exhausting. Welcome to the ASMR of water as I wash my hands from olives. The ASMR of water has been brought to you by Pamap Podcast. Episode 4. Spooky. It's episode 5. Episode 5. Spooky. What did one corn say to the other corn? What? Are you stalking me? Okay, you guys. The moral no! of Nightmare Before Christmas. 
don't rush the season. That's not the moral moral. It's absolutely the moral. <coughs> That's not the moral of Nightmare Before Christmas. It is the moral. The moral of Nightmare Before Christmas is stick to what you know. Obviously. Don't rush the season. Stick to what you know. Don't rush the season. What do you think the moral of Nightmare Before Christmas is? Don't rush the season. If you're listening, let us know in a review or on Twitter. How do I add more toppings without compromising the integrity of the aesthetic? Okay, that's good enough. Alright, time for the kook. Time for the kook. So, we put them in the oven for a time. Seven to ten minutes. Hey y'all, thank you for listening to our podcast. Special Halloween edition. Woo! Uh, We're going to go enjoy our pizzas now, but... You know, if you like what you heard, make sure to tune in every Monday for a special new podcast. And let us know how you're feeling with a nice little tappy tap of the stars for a rate and maybe a little review. Additionally, we made a video to go along with this one. That's how special spooky it is. So if you want to check that out, you can follow a link that I'll probably place down in this description here. Um, to our YouTube page. Where you can see our quality pizzas, and you can see our process, our artistic process. It'll be great. And you can see some extra special, 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 special things. Yeah, the bonus content. Bonus content. So pop on over there, check back in next Monday for a new podcast. Do you want to see us between... Podcasts, uh, check out our Twitter at PanatPodcat. And have just the most delightful spookoween. Happy Halloween, y'all. Bye. <laughs> From the Opera Ghost. <laughs> Bye. Bye.